The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrell. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terrell, blogger, the Dragons Insider, blog of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts, Twenty Two Minutes on Oriented Television. Like welcome those watching us on the local voice on SoundCloud and those on Oriented Television. Got Ian here this week. Hey, hey, and we got a guest this week. Of course, we got West Bloomfield football coach Ron Bellamy. Coach, um, thank you for coming on our podcast. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Um, when you look at the state of the Lakers, of course, we've got a lot to talk about here with your team, um, how you've been doing um, throughout this um, outbreak. Um, when we look at the um, state of the Lakers, obviously, of course, um, last season, um, you've had some really good years. You ran into Belva the last two years. Um, what's been going on there? Yeah, you know, we um, made it to uh, the regionals, and, and we faced uh, the last two years faced a very good Belleville team. And, uh, you know, for us, man, as, every year, uh, you know, your football season ends as a coach and players alike, man. You, you look yourself in the mirror and you figure out what did you do wrong and how can you improve upon that. And, and such is the case for us. Uh, we had a very good off offseason, um, you know, uh, this past summer in June. And, and we just, you know, we're keeping our fingers crossed that uh, we get opportunity to play football because we, uh, you know, we feel like we have a very good team this year. Um, talk about your quarterback situation. Of course, C.J. Harris now graduating. Of course, you have a new quarterback, I believe, in Alex Short. I believe it's in, that's in your new quarterback. Um, talk about how he has progressed into your system. Yeah, you know, it, it, time will tell for Alex. You know, he didn't get the opportunity to uh, – Alex will be our starting quarterback. But he didn't get the time, you know, the experience to go through the seven-on-sevens and the different things, you know, to that nature uh, with his receivers, which kind of helps quarterbacks um, develop, you know, um, over the summertime. Mm-hmm. So we're a little behind in, in regards to that for him. But, uh, you know, he's been in the system before. He was our backup last year. And, um, you know, so he knows the system. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a big kid. He's six four and a half, two hundred 220-pound quarterback. So with a with a big arm and, and wow. a very deceptive athlete. So we, you know, we're going to rely on his athleticism early on. You know, until we you know get caught up with the uh, as far as the passing concepts go. You do have a um, very good running back, very good athlete, and um, Donovan um, Donovan Edwards. Of course, you look at him, his talent. Um, talk about how Donovan's impact has been for you guys. Yeah, you know, Donovan is, uh, you know, since I've been, I've been at West Bloomfield 12 years now, 11 is the head coach, and um, I've yet to see a skilled player um, of his caliber. Uh, what, what makes him so unique is not only his ability to, you know, run between the tackles and, you know, get handoffs, but uh, you put him out at wide receiver, you would never know that's a running back playing wide receiver. And he could change the game in so many different facets, uh, including that of special teams being the kick return and punt returner. So, uh, you know, he's, he's a guy that, that's very skilled, very talented. Um, you know, his football IQ was off the charts, and it's something that we, we definitely plan on taking advantage of. Um, talk about your um, defense. Of course, West Bloomfield, known for the um, one of the most fastest, skilled, athletic defenses, not only in the league, but also in the state. Um, talk about how your defense is looking for 2020. Yeah, we have, um, you know, I start with the front four. And you have uh, two returning starters in uh, Chris Johnson and Jaden Green. Um, those guys would be three-year starters for us. Uh, they, uh, you know, really good football players, really good kids, and uh, they're going to anchor our defensive line. And 
Uh, you know, we're going to, you know, we got we got great competition um, replacing, um, you know, great uh, Bo Davis, you know, moved on to college and Sterling Miles is at Cincinnati. So, you know, you got to replace two impactful players. But, uh, but Jaden and Chris are going to provide us that leadership that you need in the front four. Um, as far as the linebacker core goes, you know, um, <laughs> forever, you know, been known as linebacker you with Lance yep. Dixon and Cornell Wheeler. Those two guys are uh, probably in the Big Ten now. Yep. And yep. We're, we're taking our outside linebacker, Jordan Hoskins, and we're moving him to the mic to replace, uh, you know, uh, Cornell Wheeler. And uh, Jordan's going to do a fantastic job. You mm-hmm. know, he's six foot, 215 pounds. And um, our Willie backer, uh, Travis Reese, who's I've also heard. great on the hardwood. I've heard of him. Good player, good athlete. Yeah, very good athlete. He's 6'3", 218. Mm-hmm. So uh, we really like to size our linebackers. And then, um, you know, our outside backers, uh, you know, those guys are going to compete for that position and uh, should be great competition. And then our secondary, uh, you know, you got Max, Maxwell Harrison, who arguably may be the best corner in the state of Michigan. Uh, that I, you know, you have, I, I, I don't disagree right there. <laughs> you have Maxwell at, at one corner, and, and then, you know, you're going to have a great competition at the other corner spot. And at the safety is a, a guy that many people in the state don't really, uh, really don't know about. His name's Gavin Hardeman. He's a 6'2", 190-pound senior safety. I've heard of him. And, good athlete. Yeah, yeah. Gavin's a heck of a uh, good football player. He's another Division one prospect. Um and um, you know our other safety spot is is, is up for grabs, and um, that's that's the unique thing about our defense is the kids. Um, you know you really want to uh, make sure your lower levels are running the same scheme. Um, so when these sophomores move up to varsity as eleventh graders, tenth uh, or eleventh graders, whatever year they may be, uh, that they have a grasp of the defense or the offense for that matter, and they could you could just slide a kid in and they could compete and you don't miss uh, anything. Um, program strength very important for you guys, of course. Um, you you did make mention of that. Um, when you look at it year in year out, I mean, like West Bloomfield football. Um, how do you view program strength very importantly? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I, you know, I, I'll tell you this. I remember having a conversation, and I, uh, you know, as far as developing our football program, I took wise words from. Um, you know, two of my mentors, Chris Bell, former head coach at Lake Orion, and mm-hmm. Kurt Richardson, the current head coach at Clarkston. And I remember, you know, being a young head coach, and, you know, I, I never forget, uh, uh, Lake Orion was, was beating us. It was 35-0 at halftime. And I remember that. That was a couple I, I, of those teams. Yeah, and I never, you know, my, my football career as a player, I never experienced anything like that. You know, I was on the end of it. And I remember talking to Chris Bell after the game. I said, Coach, I said, let me pick your brain. I said, how, how did you build this, 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 this machine? And quite frankly, his answer was continuity within your coaching staff. And I heard the same thing, and he gave me the same answer. And um, that's the one thing that I've been striving for so hard is to, uh, to make sure we build a great staff with great men of integrity and, and men who help develop these kids to turn into great men. And uh, we've been fortunate to do that. And, um, you know, this is majority of our staff. This is our eighth year together. My 11th year as head wow. coach, but our eighth year together. And, um, and we won't, we don't miss a beat. You know, it's good. Um, you know, now for us, you know, it's, it's, it's getting over that mountaintop and, and that's, uh, you know, securing the state championship. Uh, so we, we've been able to do a lot of great things, but, um, you know, getting back to four field is our, our ultimate goal as far as our team goes. How have you guys been handling this outbreak? I mean, this coronavirus pandemic. How have you guys been handling it over there at West Bloomfield? 
Uh, just educating ourselves. Just, just you know, constant reminders. Uh, you know, we, we've been doing pod workouts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, receivers in one group, quarterbacks, um, our offense and defense, it's going to be pretty interesting today. The kids have not seen each other. Yeah. So, so we've been practicing. Defense has been practicing in the evenings and offense has been practicing in the, you know, workouts in the mornings. So it'll be very interesting when the kids see each other. Uh, most of them have seen each other. Right. Some of them haven't. Um, so that's going to be pretty interesting. And uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, but, um, you know, we've been working in pods and just educating the kids on, you know, what social distancing looks like, mm-hmm. you know, be, being smart, you know, uh, take trips, uh, you know, make sure, you know, people you hang around, wear your mask, mm-hmm. uh, you know, washing your hands frequently, you know, just, just the educational part of it, the things that, that we can control, uh, we try to do that, let the kids know what is what, what are the consequences if you don't do these things, and that possibly, you know, getting a team shut down and, and or not able to play football, so... The kids have really, um, you know, so far so good. They've responded to it. Um, we're just hopeful that, um, you know, we can continue to try to do things the right way and, and, and have a season. Um, when you look at a course, um, you start practice today, of course. August 20th, of course, is the big day, of course, when the um, MHA expect to make a decision on football, volleyball, and um, soccer. Um, if we don't have a season, what do you think the mental mindset of these kids are going to be, you know, if – they don't have a season. Uh, it's, they're going to be hurt. They're going to be crushed. Um, you know, football is, a, is you know, I always look at football, you know, and I can only speak for football because I'm a football coach, mm-hmm. but football is one of those sports, man, where, you know, you build uh, you build great things with kids, man. You're able to build character within the kids. You're able to build, uh, you know, leadership uh, qualities in the kid. You know, that's on display. And, um, you know, from an academic standpoint as a coach, you know, uh, you know, during football season, um, it's the weirdest thing. Our kids' grades are better in the football season than they are any other semester simply because we get to have our hands on the kids uh, during the whole time and pull their grades and challenge them. So you're looking at all those different factors. And most importantly for me is, you know, there's a saying that I grew up with my family, my parents, you know, idle mind is the devil's workshop. You know, if, if kids aren't playing football, you know, you're not sure what they're doing, you know, and you're just praying that uh, they don't make poor decisions. And, um, you know, having a football, man, you, you give them much more idle time. These kids have never, most of them been playing football since they were six, seven, eight years old. And this is, you know, not having football in the fall can really, uh, you know, really cause some some, some friction. Um, do, you, do you see, in your opinion, I mean, like, Football possibly going to spring. I'm just using from your your own opinion. I, there's a lot of logistics that have to go into that decision. You know, you have to, re, you know, it's now you have fall sports competing with spring sports, and um, you know now you're fighting for, uh, you know, trying to schedule games, and you know different. There's different dynamics that change. Uh, um, you know, it's you know the safety aspect of it. You know, let's just say your team makes a long run. You know, and, mm-hmm. and the season ends in June, you know, um, what do you do? Give the kids all summer off, you know, then re- reconvene in August? You know, we so we don't quite know what that looks like. Uh, you know, obviously I've heard people say, start it earlier. Like, I, we don't really have the luxury of starting football in February, you know, in Michigan. So it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things, man, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty tough, but, you know, to uh, do that. But, you know, if that's the case, that's the case, you know. But I, I will tell you this. 
um, we have some we have some senior prospect football division one football prospects on our team that mm-hmm. I'm not going to endorse these kids to play spring football. And there's nothing against a decision that might be made. I just think at that point, if a kid has an opportunity to enroll into college early in January, I'm going to I'm all for that. I'm all for kids uh, uh, as far as their advancement in life, and that's such the case with our kids. Um, one final question here. Um, when you look at the, um, if you had, I mean, like if you had to say, you know what I mean? Like what would be your message, um, out there to OA nation about, you know, everything that's been going on, um, just like a message to everybody in OA nation. You know, let's, let's continue to stay together, do things the right way. Uh, wear our mask. Um, and, and let's 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 keep our fingers crossed, man, that that we do have an opportunity to play football and, and play soccer and um, you know uh, play volleyball, do all the things that our kids love to do. But uh, you know, it, it's us as Americans. You know, we we have to do things the right way. And um, you know, I, we have a great county in Oakland County, and uh, I have a great league in the OAA, and um, we could do our part. You know, we go we do the best of our abilities to to uh, do our part, and that's all we can ask for. Um, thank you really much, Coach Bellamy, um, for being on here with us. Um, really appreciate it. Yes, sir. No, thank you for having me, and uh, you guys do a fantastic job, and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you really much, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Um, yes, sir. Okay. See you next time. Um, I'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Great interview, Sam. That was a really good interview. And a lot of information, you know, um, it, it's – it sounds like we're all on the same page, you know. You, we are. It, it, the the thoughts, the concerns. Um, I really like what Coach you know? Bellamy said. I mean, like you know how his team's been taking it up. We know in wake of this virus outbreak, um, yeah. You know, and I think a lot of these other teams in the um, in the league are going through that right now. I mean, like we don't know what to expect. I mean, see, and the unknown is the the problem. It's like I, for us, the unknown is uh, what are we going to talk about this week, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's it's small. It's and small. we and we can always reflect back and figure things mm-hmm. out and what are we going to chat about. Mm-hmm. But with Coach Bellamy and the rest of, like you said, OAA Nation on all levels of all sport, trying to figure out what's happening here, mm-hmm. and uh, and all of the moving parts that they have to juggle on mm-hmm. top of it. You and I just have conversations, right? Right. And if you're head and, coach. You know that's difficult. Well, how do you? How do you? I can't even comprehend the uncertainty on their side because you got the kids are like, yeah, we want to go, want to go. You got the parents wanting to go, want to go. go, yeah. Right. And you got these kids, like he said, his, he is loaded. The mm-hmm. team's loaded. Just him naming off some of the key components of that. To be honest with you, I have ranked number one in the whole start. It's amazing. Year. Just the statistics of the guys that he, he listed. And, and, and then you have this COVID thing. And if you don't have a schedule, it's in the fall. You're going to move this spring. Like you said, you, there's so many things that you don't know what's going to happen. There's so many things. That's I, the problem. I mean, <laughs> I, hats off to these guys for maneuvering through this. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I couldn't even comprehend the complexity it's that these guys are It's not been an easy with. road, especially with, with the coaches. It's not been an easy yeah, road. No. Um, when you look at, of course, West Bloomfield, we talked about, of course, the strength of their team. I mean, yeah. they really don't have like a true weakness on this team. Um, the last few years, West Bloomfield has been like the um, the juggernaut of the OA. When you it's, look at, of course, what yeah, they have exactly like you were. It's like we're waiting for that just boom to burst. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're on the scene. I'm not gonna say they're gonna burst on the scene, 
but they're on the verge or the cusp of something in- truly incredible. They're going to be you know, ranked really, the really great. start the year. I mean, like, but the thing is, we've got to have a season. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, like, you've seen, we've looked at, of course, things in the past. Of course, this last week, Lansing School District actually yeah. called up their at fall athletics and extracurricular activities. Yeah. Um, everything. Everything. They shut and it down. And then I've been hearing rumor about Southfield possibly doing that. Really? And then, you know, according to a state champs article. Southfield? Ma- Southfield. On their own? Without yeah. the OEA input without, or without MHA MHSA or input, really? Yeah. I mean, I've been hearing rumors about that. I mean, like, but, but, um, if you really look at it here from this perspective, it if if the um, if they cancel, do you know how much of a ripple effect it's going to cause? You know, and I talked about this with Bellamy earlier, and I said, yeah. um, you don't know. The half of the mental mindset that these kids are going to go through if a season is canceled. Well, he had he had a great point, and it's it's always um, it's something I've heard before when he said that you know like these athletes have been used to playing sports since they were like six and seven years old, right? Mm-hmm. And it, I'm not we're, he's talking football specifically, but right. we, we I mean that goes for soccer players and volleyball and swimmer. I mean on all levels, kids have been doing this all their lives. Mm-hmm. And um, when the students take that next step to the high school level and they really dedicate to their sport, right? It, it really becomes important. And when it comes on t- for them and their lives and their social lives and their development as uh, people, and mm-hmm. like he said, I mean everything he said, I completely agree with. And then when you take that away, when he says idle hands. You know, that means what are you going to do in the downtime if you don't have that distraction of football? It's going to be You can really get rough. in trouble. You can get to uh, sit around and you can develop bad habits. You can get lazy, you know, all these different things. And uh, it, it's it's true. Keep these kids active. How are you going to keep them active? If there is no season, what that, do you do? That's the thing, of course. Um, and I know Mark Yoli at the Thank You Director of the MHA, I know sent a couple powerful statements, um, you know, about, the reason why the MHA has been doing this is because of the mental kid, the kids' mental mindset, you know, and I think, you know, when you look at it here, it's a, it is a good call, but you got to do, find a way to do it safely. And I'm right now, when you look at it right now, I mean, you know, football course is a highly contact sport. Um, Volleyball course got to deal with the indoor component. And then, and then in um, soccer, you know what I mean? Like that's contact. That's contact. It is. But, you know, I mean, like, but you're still outdoors. You are. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And the question is, let's say the season does kick off. You get a game or two in and one person on your team comes down with a virus. COVID. What do you do? You shut the whole team down. You would have to. You would have for two to. weeks and two weeks is, you know, two games or, you know, it's 14 days. You shut the whole team down. We're no practice, no nothing. We're looking at what's going on right now in Major League Baseball. Yeah. I mean, especially with the St. Louis Cardinals. And, and, and those are organizations that have billions of dollars at their resource mm-hmm. uh, resources to have testing multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. And they're still having issues. I don't know how they're still having issues when they're having that type. Uh, it, I mean, you look at the NHL and the NBA. Yeah. They've been very successful because they're in a bubble. Yes. But you can't, on the high school level, I mean, how many pro athletes are there in a league? There's not. How many high school athletes none. are there in a league? None. No, I mean, I'm just saying high, the high school athletes go up exponentially. Right. There's more. There's less pros, pro right. athletes than high school. I mean, there's a, tens of thousands of high to, school athletes. This all comes up with my next debate. Um, yeah. When you look at a course, Oakland County, when you look at a course, 
POA, basically all covered in Oakland County. Yeah. You view, view the pixie glass, it's basically Oakland County. <laughs> um, yes, our plexiglass uh, divider. Yes. So um, we can actually see each other maskless. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> do you look at the possibility of, of course, the OA is basically separated from like Oxford down to Ferndale. Yeah. Um, although it can be really hectic. I mean, like, um, but do you think, you know, and the NFH's guidelines do suggest, you know, playing teams that are locally, regionally. As close, close as you as can, you can get, them. get them. Yeah. And with the, with, Oakland, with the OAA, there's been some schools that are not really close. When you look no. at Oxford to Ferndale. Yeah. Um, um, when you look at, of course, in the future, you know what I mean? Do you think that this would cause a ripple effect, you know? Let's say if it causes a ripple effect. It could. I mean, if you look at, like we said, if we're looking at the, the map of Oakland County. Mm-hmm. And, the, uh, and the rest of the state of Michigan. And the, and the state of Michigan and other counties involved in this. Mm-hmm. Are they going to start carving up different parts of, I'm going to say leagues, but if this is ongoing and this is, if this is the new normal and you're going to try to keep people away, I hate that term, new normal, but if this is what life is going to be like with COVID and are they going to start uh, carving up Parts, let's say Oakland County, just for fun. Right. Are you going to have like the northern region, the southern and, region, or, the or mid, region. or central and southern, and they go, that's who you play, and maybe you leak over into Macomb a little bit, or maybe or if you you're go north, north, north to Genesee, Lapeer, yeah, you go, counties. yeah, and maybe that, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's for that safety reasons. That could be the new normal. I, I mean, mean, we saw we saw mega leagues like the KLAA get split up because And what about the Ottawa Kent? That's yeah. nuts. Huge, right? And so it's like just because of travel. I mean, you got you got Pinckney and uh, all these other teams driving all the way out here to mm-hmm. have a a one-off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Or remember Grand Blank, of course, oh, yeah, they yeah. were in the um, KLA and then they were they were kicked out now in the Saginaw Valley. Yeah. Um, and the Saginaw Valley League's got their own fair share of problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's it's things that when the, these types of leagues are set up and the the design of how is this going to happen between member schools or competing schools, you never saw this on the horizon. No, of, oh, by you never the way, saw this. No. <laughs> what do you do? I mean, what do you do? I mean, that's that's the question we got to look at. I mean, and then. And now, you know what I mean? You're looking at Southfield Arts and te- Southfield Schools. Um, the rumor has it, you know, they could call off fall sports. I mean, could you just imagine what ripple effect that's going to cause? Well, it's one, the impact locally in the school, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 troubling. You know, it's, it's upsetting. My daughter went through it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the spring. Her mm-hmm. track season was I know. ended, right? All the base guys playing baseball ended. Softball over, you know all of that stuff. The tennis guys, uh, soccer in the spring, lacrosse, all done. Uh, a lot of kids have gone through this already mm-hmm. and suffered afford. through it. And I'm not not going to say that. Oh, by the way, it's your turn now. Football and volleyball and basketball, you know, they all these different things. Can't afford to go through this again. They can't afford to go through this. But but what's afford or not? It's it is. It, is it safety or we got to get the games going just because, you know, it's, I, it's, it's one of these, I don't want to make that decision. No. And I don't either. I mean, like, um, so when you look at Southfield, of course, especially in a sport like football, of course, they're in the same division as West Bloomfield, Lake yeah. Orion, Oxford, well, Oak Park. Yeah, yeah. On mean, the logistics like, side of things, you're right. It'd be a nightmare because it changes the schedules all up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and that, that's, that's another ripple. 
And when right. you look at and, and and if you look at the case here, let's say you know if the OI were to go to a league only schedule, and now that's you not going to work. <laughs> that's not going to work. Here's why: because you have the blue division has seven as as a 19 division. So yeah. when you look at that division, you know what I mean? Unless you can get two teams to come play in the white and the red, you know what I mean? So then you would they seven, temporarily reshuffle the divisions and say, and hey, let's get schedules. seven games? And, and redo the schedules. You know what I mean? They might have to redo the schedules. So I think, you know, it's a really, it's really <laughs> fluid right now. Oh, it's Fluid. Understatement of the year. It, and and it's changing by the hour. I mm-hmm. mean, literally by the it's hour. It's changing literally by the hour. I mean, like, and then you look at, of course, that's not talking the other sports, too. Volleyball. They're going to start their practice outdoors. Swimming and diving. It's already Same happening, thing. yeah. I mean. Swimming, uh, girls swimming, uh, if you have the resources, you can swim out. Uh, well, are the, even outdoor pools open. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Great Lakes Athletic Club up here, they do have their outdoor pool is open mm-hmm. um, for members to pay an extra fee and go and use it. So can they train outside? They've got to be in water somewhere. they got to be in water somewhere. And so if the outdoor pools are open or they're doing it in shifts, and um, a good friend of mine, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, he's uh, the head coach at Marshall for mm-hmm. swimming. A successful coach. And um, I'm talking to him, uh, Dave Carnes. Mm-hmm. And I go, hey, Dave, what's going on? <laughs> he goes, I don't know. And uh, they're saying that uh, swimming, on the, on the swimming side of things, that it's a little safer, that uh, chlorine does kill COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. The kids in the pool, uh, you just have to watch uh, the locker rooms and the you know mm-hmm. the kids in the locker rooms. So you watch that. out. So maybe you take your shower after you get out of the pool. You take that at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said the pools still are not open for indoor use. And that's the and same That's with- because of... Governor Gretchen Whitmer's face for um, return to school plan, you know, because yeah. most of the state of Michigan is uh, right now under that plan. Um, yeah, it's I, I, I just sit here and I, I, I just share this with you. I, I was in a meeting with uh, uh, Lake Orion Athletic, Athletic Director uh, Chris Bell, and we're, uh, we were talking about um, uh, game coverage, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we're all sitting here in the meeting, crossing our fingers, going, if the season happens, it may be, I mean, let's let's look on the bright side. Maybe there is a season. Maybe this happens. Maybe some schools or all the schools in Oakland County start in a virtual setting. They I, said that might work out well because if you keep all the kids out of the building, I would the athletes that. could come yes. in the building. I would expect that. I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, like, if school districts, I mean, like, if, if they're afraid, you know what I mean, why not keep them keep them um. Keep I mean, going just, online. You just, know, just started just that started way. Started that way. You know, I, I, go I, athletics to start off. You know, on extracurricular. Activity. Yeah. Go with them. Start off. You know what I mean? And then like, and then go like a phases approach. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah. I think and makes a lot and more I know sense. it's not as easy to say. Yeah, like everybody just start at home. You know, it because it's not that easy because it does change a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But the, it's looking like a lot of schools around Oakland County are announcing these things. Like mm-hmm. I think Bloomfield Hills just announced that they are we starting know remotely. Bloomfield's Rochester schools. Berkeley, um, I know. Fern, I mean, I, like. Yeah, and I think this evening Clarkston's going to make a decision at their board meeting. Um, mm-hmm. I think they have a board meeting tonight, but I think a decision will be made about what they're going to do. And, but the, the, in the, in the, keeping it to sports, um, an interesting topic came up in our meeting was that um, it's something I even thought about. They said if the students are staying home, that means you have a pretty safe building situation, Correct. right? No one's in there. Correct. And you go, but if you have. 
these teams that have been working out together over this time, and they've been testing him and following these protocols and keeping everybody healthy. And so far, you know, we've only heard of a couple cases. Maybe I know I about Petrito and Adams. I know about um. I know about what happened to Adams and Clarkston. And we, I, I didn't get the final details. Of Berkeley had something right. So the the notices and the cases we're seeing, uh, they're they're being cautious. The kids are being cautious. Mm-hmm. The families being cautious because they want. They, they want, want to play. They want to play. That's what and it is. What if the if the general population of the student body is staying at home uh, for class, that leaves the buildings open for these teams to go in, and mm-hmm. maybe they are the test subjects. Say, hey, can we get sixty kids in a gym and practice and play and do do the training and have some games and scrimmages and all these different things? And maybe that's a that's the test to say, hey, we can keep them safe, we can keep them healthy. Maybe we can still have games. Parents might not be involved. No, but that's why we were called in is to say, hey, if parents can't be there, this is why, can we get cameras on them so you can watch why, it remote? This is why stations like ONTV is very very vital because if we're in a situation like this, yeah. you know what I mean? We can't. I mean, like. If no parents are in the stands, or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, like, which this it is, could be the case. Can you imagine case. that? You go to a. It could be the case not only varsity for varsity soccer match, and there's the camera guy. It could be the case <laughs> not only for just it's crazy, just for um, fall sports, but also winter sports. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, especially when you look at basketball. Of course, um, yeah. you know, they could just say, you know, let's pull the bleachers in and basically. Play basketball yeah. from there. That's 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 a possibility. And, and the other thing too is like, how fast can you get through the season? Mm-hmm. Right. The faster you can get through the season, the the better chance of avoiding any type of outbreak or that Until sort of thing. Until you have a vaccine, which I've been well, hearing. I'm not even gonna get going on that because, uh, you know, I'll wait till the spring to see what's that. I know they're making progress and things are coming along, but you're not gonna have wide uh, widespread distribution of this stuff. No. For a number of months. I mean, mm-hmm. a long time. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just, I just settle in on that. Be cautious. Wear your masks. Keep your, uh, you know, hand sanitizer. Wash your hands. They said there's easy things. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Mm-hmm. Um, you might not like it, but think of the other guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't thing. know if I, you know, if you were uh, asymptomatic, I'm symptomatic, but I don't want to take, I don't want to get you sick, Sam. No, no and that's why I'm going to wear this thing. We had the pixie glass right here, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So Yeah, it doesn't, it's kind of funny. It doesn't show up on camera, but yeah, we've got this uh, uh, screen between us so we can do the show. So, yeah. So if you guys were worried, if you're watching, yeah, we're okay. We're we got, okay. we got glass between us. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> I mean, like, but I mean, going back to, you know, Coach Bellamy, you know, I really appreciate him taking the time. It's great to have our first call-in for interview for mm-hmm. football, and I, we're going to try to do more, right? We're going to try. Yeah, to- we're going to try to get more. I mean, like I did send a DM on Twitter um, um, last week after our after our podcast um, yeah. that, um, and he was the first one that answered me, and I was really which appreciative. Is, which is great, and it was a mm-hmm. great interview, and he shared. He's so generous with his time and information. And he, he, you know. A, a, Missing Media Day and all that stuff with you. It's That's such what really a hurts. You know what I mean? It's missing teeth. Media Day. You know what I mean? I remember on that Friday just sitting here at home just <laughs> going like, oh. I know because uh, I look forward to that day. I learned more <laughs> about the teams. I learned more about the coaches mm-hmm. and the players. And you get a chance to experience that sort of atmosphere of Media Day and uh, being interviewed by you, and mm-hmm. you know, there's not a lot of video guys there. <laughs> no, and there's and... not a lot of video guys there. I mean, like, 
you're I'm, it. You and uh, I'm basically it. You know what I mean? I'm basically it. And got a lot of other media guys, of course. Um, a lot of respectful media guys, of course. Colin Gay at Hometown Life, one of them. Yeah, yeah. Scott Bernstein at MI Absolutely. Press Zone. I mean, like, um, State Absolutely. Champs. I mean, yep. like, he's always there. Mick McCabe, Free yeah. Press. I mean, like, you know, Detroit News is always there. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of... But it's not in the format that we throw it together. No, it's not you in know, the format. It's we wide throw open. It together. It's wide open. Yeah. I write a column on it. I mean, like, I've already got most of the um, football preview actually almost done. Really? Blog, and, and that's about 23 pages. Well, it's kind of cool. I mean, if, if this can continue, we get the coaches calling in and we can at least... You know, it, leading up to the twentieth, what do we have? Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. So we have this week and next week, mm-hmm. right? Is am I right on that, man? Yeah, I mean, like we got two. So weeks. it's like, how can we get? I'd love to have a coach a week in here. Uh, that would be fantastic. That'd be great. You know yeah, what I or mean? Or a couple ads, get an ad on the yeah, horn. That'd be great. And you know what I mean? I mean, coach. Share their I mean, thoughts. Coach Greg Carter. He is also an athletic director at Oak Park. I mean, like okay. it'd be really interesting to get him to come on. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of um, you know, a lot of things. I mean, like it's been going on. I mean, like this whole. It, <laughs> I just sit here and laugh, Sam, because we're like, you know, so hopeful. And, you know, you know listen to Coach. Mm-hmm. The way he's talking about it, I go, how can you not run through a wall for that guy? Yeah. I mean, just talking in general topics, it's like the energy that guy gives off. It's like you're like, yeah. You know, you can see, you know, he's like the supreme motivator. He's, he's the guy. And to have two mentors that he mentioned, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. two – Uber successful high school coaches like from Bell and and, um, Richardson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I go, how could, how could you not listen to that? It's like, right. And the right mindset, ask your, ask the guys who are doing everything right at West Bloomby. He's built program strength. He's built the, um, he's built that team to where they they're at. I mean, like he's, he's done a wonderful job. I mean, he's kept a lot of those, a lot of his staff there. I I mean, like in eight years, it went like this, Mm -hmm. right? You know, and, and I, I think that's that's the thing that's very important is and a coaching staff, you've got to be longevity. You know, that's really important. You know what I well, mean? Well, heat continuity. We've talked about that mm-hmm. as a topic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly in the basketball ranks. Right. Continuity. Yeah. If you don't have it, mm-hmm. there's a t- turnover and turmoil. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. You know, thing, what are you going to do? That's the same thing it, in you, football. When yeah. you look at, of course, that's the same thing in all sports. You know what I mean? When you look, if you have longevity, you've been through the wars. Yeah. I mean, like. It's going to be there in the long haul. I mean, like, obviously, yeah. um, obviously, when you look at when you're there long term, I mean, like, you're going to be there and it's going to be it's going to there it brings stability to not only the players, the kids, but also in the athletic departments and schools as well. Absolutely. And what did we see here in Lake Orion over a number of years is you have the the junior ranks, mm-hmm. you know, the middle school ranks and under mm-hmm. in the same system. Right. Rolling all the way up through high school so there's no unknowns and all the coaches are on the same page from youth all the way up to high school. Right. That builds that juggernaut. And that builds that juggernaut. Taking that model mm-hmm. has has paid off in spades for those guys and dividends, man. It's awesome. And I just sit here and go, what what, what were you we saying at the end of the football season? Next year is your year. Next this year 2020 is, year. is West Bloomfield's year. It's, yeah, I mean, well, West Bloomfield's program strength is very good. Let's uh, not forget. I mean, like last year they were last year they were really good. We know, of course, um, they had that instant classic with Lake Orion. Yeah, um, and then of course <laughs> that um, they've had some really crazy wins. Um, when you look at um, when you look at other teams, you know what I mean. Yeah. When I look at if we do have a football season this year, West Bloomfield. For sure is one one of my um Are you top two, top, top two. five? Top two for sure is right. West Bloomfield. Stony Creek's my other top two team I'm keeping okay. an eye on. Um as well. Of course, we know Stony Creek's got a lot back. Yeah. Um 
You know, the only and thing with West Bloomfield, like uh, Coach was saying, is yes, his quarterback sounds like a beast. Alex Short, six five. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. A high school, and if he can <laughs> to to be that high, that tall, mm-hmm. that and that uh, that big, mm-hmm. and if he's got an arm on him. To be able to see the field well, at it's that height. Well, not to get West Bloomfield the offense. They run the RPO. They run pass option. That's offense. true. So, but mm-hmm. still, to be able to see. And he's got and running ability. Vision. You know, he's got running ability. Yeah. Can, and then that's not mentioning Donovan Edwards on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, hand I'm, it off if you got that talent. Or, hand it or off. Or you can or, throw it to him. Yep. You know what I mean? And then that's not mentioning Makaila. Yeah. That's not mentioning. He's the other running back over there. Yeah. I mean, like that. I mean, like they've got a system in place over there. Yeah. I mean, like. And then when you look at, of course, the rest of the red, of course, um, in the rest of the red, you see yeah, yeah. Clarkston. Um, we just heard about well, Spindler he's, going uh, to Notre, Notre Dame. Dame yeah. um, we heard about, we know about, no, sorry. Yep. And then Dillinger going to Louisiana State. Oh, is that um, what it was? Yeah, okay. Yep. Dillinger's going to Louisiana State and Spindler's going to Notre Dame. Um, so they're going to be the strength of that offense. Last year, Clarkston was just, they were defensively, that was the most points they've ever given up in yeah. school history. Yeah. And you look at that team. They got a lot back. Of course, Mike DePillo, quarterback, Ethan Clark at running back, Justin Buckman at wide receiver. I mean, they don't have a real true deep threat. But when you look at the Wolves, I mean, like, if they don't win at least more than three games this year, then there's a big problem. Yeah. And – but we've seen cycles, right? We've seen cycles in teams that have mm-hmm. been dominant for so long, mm-hmm. right? Um, is it their turn to roll in that dip? Yeah, the Orion went through that. And then, of course, them last year they had a really nice, nice year. Absolutely. Oxford, Oxford, we thought in 2018, you know, oh, they yeah. had that great year. And then look what happened then last year. It, it turned out to be just kind of a blip. But then you have the new head coach exactly up there, right? Yeah. right? So we were excited mm-hmm. to see what he was going to do with that. Mm-hmm. Is he going to remold it into a different uh, look I type of Oxford? I think he's going to remold it into a different type of Oxford. He's still going to have the same principles, but not as – but I think he's going to be a little bit more open, open-minded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oak Park. Two different things, open and open-minded. open-minded uh, it's, yep. it's key. I mean – uh, Coach Raleigh, I mean, you cannot deny the success he had, but it seemed he needed if to change you, the guard. If everybody knows what you're going to do, it's easy to defend. Right, right. Oak and, Park now yeah. comes into the to the um, red division, of course. Um, oh, that's got, right. They yeah. got some really good linemen, Rayshon Benny. Um, curious how the quarterback situation is going to look. Um, I think there's some questions um, with Oak Park. I mean, like you know, I like Dave Prim, the running back going to Michigan State. Um, he's got a um, reminds me a lot of Edwin Baker. Oh, um, some power. Yeah, they got Oak Park will be very interesting to watch. And A&T, yeah. of course, um, they have a freshman quarterback in Isaiah Marshall wow. um, who've been getting a lot of hype. But let's not forget, this is a team that is 11 and 16 in the last three years, um, have not made the playoffs in three years. Which is surprising. Isn't that surprising? Are to you, me, I mean, when I look it, at it, it seems like. They had they had two opportunities to make yeah. the playoffs last year. Yeah, they had the Clarkson disaster that brewed that that was self that was self imposed in that one, and then of course the game against them um, River Rouge where they had a chance. But um, I remember Romp throwing a really bad interception in the screen pass right. that really cost them that season. Yeah. So when you look at A and T, I mean, like, can they, 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 can they turn it around? It's always tough with a freshman quarterback. They got concerns up front, but especially when you look at it. And the last person that I've heard about who've gotten this much hype is Sam Johnson. And look what he turned out. I mean, 
he really struggled, didn't really get the grip on the quarterback gig at Southfield and then transferred over to Wall Lake Western where he uh. finished out his career. Um, I don't know if I see that with Marshall here. Um, but I, he's gonna have to take some struggles early. He's gonna take some. He's gonna have to take some struggles with any freshman oh, quarterback. Health has got Raquan yeah. Lee and um, Robert Army, so yeah. that does help. And Gar- and yeah. Jeff Bowen, so that does help. A and T. I'm concerned about their lines up front. Schedule's interesting. I mean, they open up with Groves, and they got to go to, and they play Detroit Cast Tech close out the year. Oh boy. Um. So it'll be very interesting there for A and T. I mean, when's the last time you saw a freshman quarterback really make some impact? Yeah, from day one and really got a team to, let's say, I, a playoff berth. I mean, it happens. We've it seen happens, it. It happens, yes. But you got to have a lot of solid pieces around that mm-hmm. uh, that rookie quarterback to make sure that happens. Oh, yeah. The last team I can remember is that 2008 Lake Orient team. And that wasn't at the start of the season, right? I mean, that was a couple games right, in. Right, a couple games in, but then they took they, over and it changed. that whole team changed. That whole team changed. I remember that team. The White, we got Stony Creek. North Farmington is going to be very interesting. And I said this, and I'm going to say this in my um, blog article, and I said the key for North Farmington is Jacob Bozma. And the reason why I say this is because he had a really good year in the blue, but when he got into a playoff game against UD Jesuit, he had three interceptions. Mm. He, and you can't have Good that. competition, though, right? I think moving up is going to help North Farmington, but... They got some questions. I'm concerned about their line up front, but everything's going to come down to Bozma. If he has a great year, North Farmington's going to be fine. If he doesn't, you know what I mean? Then this team could be in some trouble. Mm. And when you look at that division, you look at Stony Creek in there, Seaholm's in there. Seaholm, of course, yeah. I forget. They just got, they went to state semifinal year. Ago. Yes, they did. And after nobody in the right frame of mind thought Seaholm <laughs> would. Get in the state semifinal. Just kept winning. They just found a way to keep winning. Yeah. Of course, they beat Avondale, get six, um, beat Port Huron. Yeah. Um, in the regional final, beat Sterling Heights in the first round. Then that destruction of Bever and Groves, of Beverly Hills against Groves, that still has me still shocked. <laughs> Is that one of day. your top uh, surprises of? Uh, that multiple destruction, years. <laughs> yeah, that that one to me is probably one. It's probably in the top. Top five, you know wow. what I mean, is that sudden shock of what happened to Groves, what happened to that team, especially in the final two weeks, three weeks of the year where they just gave up, or defense gave yeah. up a boatload of points. I mean, yeah, and that time of year, you just cannot mm-hmm. have that happen. No, you can't have that happen. And I know Groves this year is going to be very young. I mean, like, but they've got some questions. Yeah. I mean, they got a ton of questions. Um, Adams, you know what I mean? Young team, same questions. You know what I mean? How are they going to adjust? They got three quarterbacks battling for that one spot. Um, Even though I think Parker Pico should be at wide receiver. I mean, Petrito um, staff mentioned he was in the quarterback competition. Okay. Um, But. I know if if the season uh, does take place, (laughs) uh, Lake Orion will be on the road, I believe, at Adams, right? Yes. And uh, we're planning to have, or at least uh, Dragon Broadcasting is planning to have cameras there on the road again. Mm-hmm. So. That's not going to be an easy game, I'll tell you that much. No, it's you know not. The veer, you, we know the veer, what it does. <laughs> I mean, it can, home, make, it can make C-home, you look silly. Seahome also runs the veer, too. They run the veer as well. Yeah. Um, the Blue Division, um, Bloomfield Hills, you got Troy Athens, Rochester all coming down to that division. Um, when you look at, um, when you look at 
Rochester, when you look at, I think a team that could be an X factor. I know Bloomberg Hills is going to be the favorite in the blue. Yeah. Because of Tanner Szynski. But I think an X factor is Troy Athens because of, I like Nate Hazen at quarterback. Um, Wade Ashman, running back, really talented. Rochester is an interesting team because when you look at the Falcons, this is a team that we saw last year. They had three guys at 200 pounds. That yeah. can't happen. Yeah. If Roch, the thing that Rochester needs is they got to get stronger. They've got to get stronger. They have a quarterback, you know what I mean, who is going to be, I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I think he's going to be a good player. Yeah. The question is going to be for Rochester is can they get stronger? Yeah. Stronger in depth. And mm-hmm. I mean, if they if, got the program if, strength, if there. you're that small, it's. That's going to make Coach Vernon nuts. Well, and then it, I mean, the, the teams that can run the ball and have the, the, the big beef eaters up front, I mean, they'll push you up and down the field all day long. Avondale's got got a um, – their offense was very good a year ago, but their defense was horrendous. <laughs> That's why they didn't get in the playoffs. A lot of points. Um, but they do have a running back back in David Holloman. Of course, he ran a 4-3. Um, wow. Um, get him the ball. They got McCurry Lyons, a quarterback. Um, but Avondale's another team. They have high – they always have high expectations, but sometimes they just – they they find a way to break your heart. Well, we were high on them. Yeah, I, I was mean, high we on were them. like, yeah, uh, the potential's there. They it's uh, and it's Corey Bell. It's coach. Um, it's coach Chris Bell's nephew. Yeah, and uh, we we and they started out okay. Then they had that tough loss to Detroit Renaissance. Yeah, and then, um, it's like the wheels came off. Then the they bus. lost to both Farmingtons, and then the game against Ferndale really hurt them. And then um, that game against Seaholm really. <laughs> Kind of is solidified the solidified season there. Yeah, season. It's, it was it was a little surprising, and you, you'll hope they can bounce back and uh, have some improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course we have Berkeley. Berkeley's got a lot back um, from a team that I was just I was really gung high on them last year. Gung high on. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I think you were going to wear a hat or a shirt. I said they were zero <laughs> and well, I knew they were going to be zero and two. But when, they, when that game against Royal Oak, and I watched that game several times. And I just couldn't believe how frustrating that Coach Sean Shields' team was. I mean, they got a young, they had a young team, but to take on a Royal Oak team that I thought they matched up well with, yeah, they played a tougher schedule with. I was very disappointed in Coach Shields' team that that game. I was really upset. And when you look at Berkeley, of course they they're going to change helmets again, which makes me happy. You and the helmets, yeah, they're they're they're, they're paying. They're going back to the blue, dark blue. They're going dark blue. Yeah. Uh, did you show? I think you showed me the picture. Yes, I did. And I I do not keep up on the helmet designs. And you showed it to me. I'm like, what am I looking at? He goes, it's back to blue, yeah, or whatever it was. Oh, <laughs> I was going nuts on Twitter about that. <laughs> that I made going, that made your day, dude. That That's so day. funny. That made my day. <laughs> um, Pontiac, they got a lot of experience coming back. I really like that with them. I hope their numbers are strong, right? I, I mean, hope they've so always too. been fighting on the numbers. I hope so too. And then there's Troy. I mean, <laughs> you know what Troy did yesterday on Twitter? They did like a contract signing, like a like a contract signing on Twitter. If you go on their Twitter All feed right. at Troy Colts Football, um, okay. So they're like, right, they're like naming all their players out, you know, introducing them, you know what I mean, like on Twitter. Um, to me, that works in two ways. 
that what kind of in, what kind of contract? Like, hey, you were signing into the team, or yeah, signing into the team. The that team works or? in two ways. The first way is okay. We know who you got. We know who your top players are. We know who your um, and everything's ready to go for the season. We're all excited yeah, yeah. for you guys. Yes. But the other one is everybody knows you. Everybody knows you, but don't, even the media. Doesn't know everybody you. know people anyway? I mean, Co- Coach Bellamy just rattled off, what, six names? Mm-hmm. And well, what, West Bloomfield and Troy are two different I, I know, I know, but it doesn't— West Bloomfield's in a different stratosphere than Troy is. I know, but you're not saying Troy's going to be super stealthy in who their uh, personnel is because they're going to surprise people. <laughs> they're not that good. I mean, like, last year they were 0-9. But the thing is, is like, I, I I get why they're doing it. It's like, you— in a, in this day and age, have some fun. They're having fun. Try to get these Contract kids. Contract signings? But try to that get. That team was 0 9 last year. But try to get the kids jazzed, man. Try to get them. Yeah, right? Uh, because there's so much negativity out and about. I know there is. So anything you can do to motivate your the, the players to get them to be, yeah, to have fun. I mean, even the guys out there smiling. The, like, yeah, there's still, like, I'm not sure what's going to happen. There's still kids. Right. So any chance you get them to have a good time and give them a little publicity or at least a little, hey, uh, we're thinking of you. This is great. Pat them on the back. And, you know, you give them a little rah-rah. I see no issue with it you see at no all. Issue. Nothing. If we do have a season, I mean, like, right now, I would say, right now, when I look at the teams right now, um, high on is West Bloomfield, yeah. um, Stony Creek, obviously. Stony Creek, we talked about that yeah. on what Nick Merlo's done over there. Yeah, and, and to, to <clears throat> refresh everybody's memory, I mean, they came in to— Watch that Lake Orion game, and then yes. you can get that answer. It, yes, absolutely. That's what I was getting at. Yep. Because it was like, wow, wow. And that team was a pick six away from us in Groves. Yes. Um, had a tough loss to see home. Um, Wasn't it like everything Adams. was like a score away? Yeah, like it's were, like a 16 points like or 20 yeah, they points. They were like the um, 2000 and um, 12 Michigan State Spartans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like had some really tough losses. Don't you know remind I mean? me. But, that, but what could happen? I mean, you flip that over. Yeah. My word. And this, and this, and this team's supposed to be Stony Creek's best team they've had. You and, know? and see, that's the thing that just drives me up the wall with mm-hmm. this COVID thing is you got these teams that have been chomping at the bit for so long. They finally turned the corner. They They're have. ready to go. They're ready to bust out of the gate. West Bloomfield ready to, to, to do something really, really wonderful, you know, to mm-hmm. maybe hoist some hardware or really just do something memorable. Like a team. State championship game. Yes. And then, then you get Stony and all these other teams that are r- turning the corner and really making that improvement. And it could be lost. It could be it lost. It could be lost. It's just. I mean, uh, we talk Lake Orion, too. I mean, like, Lake Orion last year had a really good season. Yeah. And now you have, um for them, it could be a very interesting quarterback competition. What, running um, back? Running back. Nasir Lardell's likely going to be the likely starter there. Because uh, the running game was not too shabby last year. Anytime you have Kobe Manzo on that team. Anytime you have Kobe Manzo on that team. So that that's very important. You know what I mean? So, oh, absolutely, yeah. And, you know, but Lake Orion last year had a lot of experience. Um, now, I can say the same thing with Oxford, of course, but they had a lot of young players there. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, but still, I mean, oh, it was still. Pro- I know, I know, man. When I look at, <laughs> when I look at the schedule. Yes. 
Oxford's schedule is probably the toughest schedule I have seen in a long time. Welcome to the OAA, coach. Not to mention <laughs> having to play Romeo. I see, yeah, home. man. Then you have to play at Stony Creek. Then you have North Farmington. And then you have to go to Runkle Field to play Sterling High Stevenson. That's not easy to do. No, it's not. And that's not mentioning the red. Yeah. You know. And uh, coming on the road to Lake they Orion, go right? Lake there. Orion, yeah. Clarkston. On the road. Um, they got West Bloomfield, Southfield A&T are their other home, home games. Okay. Everybody else is on the road. But still, you got arguably one of the best teams in the in the in the state coming into your place. And West Bloomfield went into Oxford and just oh, destroyed yeah. them last year. Yeah, and that and we remember that team. Yeah, I thought it might have been a little closer, you know, because it the way they can close. bog people down. But man, it wasn't even close. No, it was. I mean, it was surprising to be honest. It was shocking to the least. Yeah, I mean. Well, I, and that's the thing. It's that we're excited to see the new regime up there. What are they going to do? That's that's the unknown, and that could play to Oxford's advantage, that could right? Play to because advantage, sure. if you don't know what they're bringing to the table, mm-hmm. uh, scheme wise, how do you defend it? How do you how do you practice for it? That's the thing when you look at Oxford. Of course, um, Oxford's going to be. They got a lot of experience. Of course, Brody Carpenter, quarterback. Um, then of course you have Melvin Echols who had an, who was in and out of lineup several times. Of course, I remember he was suspended for um, a couple games, got in some trouble, and then had to sit out another game because he got thrown out against Clarkson. So <laughs> when you look at Melvin Echols, I think he's due to have a big year. And then you look at, of course, you have Trent Mir at at, at at in the secondary. You look at players like um, Oxford's got a lot of upside, you know, and that junior class over there at Oxford is really good. Yeah. That foot, that's a football class right there. And um, if uh, it was Coach Lyon, right? If yep. he can uh, ID the talent. And, you know, that's the thing. It's like the good coaches can put mm-hmm. the kids who have uh, the skill set in certain areas in the proper positions, mm-hmm. right? And it's not like, well, I'm going to make you bend to my will and you're good at this, but I want you for that. You know, mm-hmm. if he can put the pieces and his scheme – then I and think those guys Oscar's can fit in there. They year. could. They could actually could bounce a, back. You know. The problem that I have, and I and I. I mean, but the, the like you said, the schedule is brutal. <laughs> the schedule. It's brutal. I mean, people look at Lake Orion's schedule as well. I mean, Lake Orion's got a brutal schedule too. They got to play Macomb, Dakota, Utica, Eisenhower. Yeah. As a non-conference, but they just got it at home. If it happens. Yeah, if it happens, it's at home. You know what I mean? So that's gonna be really interesting. Yeah. Um, and Lake Orion, Lake Orion. I look at this team, they remind me a little bit of Lapeer, except without Phoenix Dixon. Mm. And the reason why I say this is because Lake Orion's like going to have a two-quarterback competition. They have some questions, especially at, on defense. Um, Which it seemed like last year they had it short up. Offensively, well. yeah. Well, they had a lot of experience yeah. back for a um, new defensive coordinator, Rick Powell. Yeah. But, but when you look at the line was a big question, um, but now the line is their strength. So when I look at the Dragons. What's the age of the line? Pretty young? They're experienced. They got a lot of experience back. Um, like Connor Compton, um, one of the D linemen. Um, Sergio Figueroa is another one. I mean, like, um, but they got, I mean, like, Lake Orient's problem, like, is going to be the, um, how will the skilled players develop? That's going to be the yeah. big question for Coach for Coach John And, and that was kind of their Achilles heel when he first took over is, 
you didn't have receivers really yeah, you really didn't of have... size and speed. And uh, we saw the passing game kind of open up last year and start uh, producing fruit because and then, well, they the running changed game. Offenses. Lake Orion changed yeah. offenses. Let's not forget. They yeah, went that's to true. RP, they went to the run pass option, which yeah. I really think that benefited this group. Last yeah, and year. that running game really, mm-hmm. man, there were some games <laughs> where like, what? <laughs> Busted out monster runs against quality People teams. People look at that Southfield Arson Tech game, which yeah. is really, but I remember that Manzo touchdown when he went nearly, when he went 76 s- yards against Lapeer. That was insane. Yeah, out of nowhere, boom, he busts through and he's mm-hmm. gone. And yep. yeah. ABC 12 still has a photo of that. Of that touchdown really? by Kobe Manzo. Yeah. I mean, like, that was just insane. And that wasn't, I mean, we, there were more of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen that, uh, it, we saw that all season long, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but 50 yarders, at, 40 yarders. And now you look at a player like Nathaniel Lardell taking over that reins. I've seen this kid play. I mean, like, he can definitely play. I mean, like, the question is going to be is, how's this ball security? That's a big question for Lake Orion. That's going to yeah. be a big question. If they can. Because we did see that at, at times, Their right? home schedule is going to help them a lot, but they, I know they still got to go to West Bluefield and Adams. Those are going to be the two toughest games and Southfield Arts and Tech on the road. But, you know, but when you look at teams that could really do some damage, I mean, like, could be under the radar teams. Lake Orient's one of them. Yeah. Who else you got? Um, Teams I'm high on. I mean, teams in the middle. Like what you said, that might be little sleepers. Uh, I think, you know, and I'm going to go in the blue. Or you better watch out for it. I think in the blue. Watch out for Berkeley. Here's why. Berkeley's got experience back. Um, I like what Sean Shields has done despite the um, heartbreaks that I've had to deal with. (laughs) I mean, I'm high on this team. I think Berkeley can get five wins this year. I really believe they can get five. Um a team that I'm really not high on, and I know we've talked about this, it's been Southfield Arts and Tech. I'm concerned about their line. I'm concerned about the development of Isaiah Marshall. Um, way too many questions, especially up front for the Warriors. Um, another team I'm not high on is Troy. Um, when I look at Troy, they got a lot of seniors that have um, got a lot of seniors, but they really haven't played true football before so that's going to be a real challenge for them going forward okay yeah. now everybody i'm going to sign an off yeah, hey here. it was a great show sam thank you to so, coach ron bellamy absolutely. for being on absolutely mm-hmm. um, we hope to have more hope you liked it mm-hmm. uh those listeners at home hope yeah. you like the interview hopefully we can have some more yeah we will we, we should have some more yeah. coming up um, i'm gonna sign off here um take care everybody i'll see you all next week everybody take care see you sam Boy Now is produced by Sammy Teramina, and the views on this show are his and his alone. I want to thank you all for tuning in and having Coach Bellamy in. A great interview. Like uh, Sam said, we're going to have more interviews on this show and hopefully more media, too, if we see that Twitter video Sam was talking about. We'll try to get that incorporated into these videos. Hey, if we don't have a season, we got to do something, right? I know. <laughs> all right, that's it for this edition of Boy Now. We'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.